Easter's almost here and I have a question for you. Do you think you're going to get the same number of people back to your church the Sunday after Easter that you have on Easter Sunday? Now we know that we won't, but in today's podcast, I'm going to show you how you can increase the response. Hi, I'm Yvonne Pratt, and welcome to the Effective Church Communications Podcast. Today we're going to talk about what can happen if you work so hard on your event, getting people there, making sure that it's a fantastic event, but if you don't take equal time to work on communications that you give out at the event itself. I'm going to share with you now a true story. Now, though the event that I'm discussing is Easter, the lessons from it really apply to any special event, any seasonal event, any holiday celebration that you do at your church. Let me say ahead of time, we can all identify with the situation and what happened here. The challenges of ministry are so large, it's really easy to get overwhelmed in one area and totally forget about another area. And I'm sharing this story with all of you, so the same thing won't happen to you at your Christmas celebration this year. Here's what happened. I just got done teaching the first session of one of the seminars that I do on church communications. At the first break, a lady literally came running up to the aisle to talk to me. She was so excited, and she said, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I now understand what went wrong. Now, what I had been talking about is I was talking about the importance of having an overall communications plan for all of your holiday outreach. I knew it was useful, but her response was a lot more excited than most, so I asked her, well, I said, well, tell me what you're talking about. So she told me her story. She was part of a church plant. They were doing quite well, but they really wanted to have a big Easter celebration and reach out to their community. And so they planned and they planned. And what they decided to do, they were regularly meeting in a grade school, but they decided that they were, as an act of faith, they were going to rent the high school gym because it would have room for a huge crowd. They prayed, they worked hard, they put posters up all over the community and the church, helped them get a lot of media attention. The day came and their church that had been running around 300 people had over 1,500 people at the Easter service. They were so excited. They praised God for the answers to their prayers. The next week, they were back at the grade school. They set up hundreds more chairs. They printed lots of extra bulletins. Additional ushers were recruited. They were so excited to welcome all the new people they were sure would come. And they realized they didn't need to go to the extra trouble. Almost none of the 1,500 showed up. The lady who shared this was now between laughing and crying, and she continued, she says, she says, now I understand what happened. She was a pastor's wife. She was also in charge of the communications, and they'd been beating themselves up emotionally. They thought, oh, people had loved the service, and they, they seemed to really like it, and we got such a good response, but maybe it was boring. Maybe it was this huge satanic attack. They didn't know what to think. She said, we, I realized what happened when you were talking because I realized we didn't give them any follow-up material. She said, it did kind of cross my mind just as we were getting ready to leave for the high school. You know, we probably ought to tell them that we don't meet here all the time. But she said, I was just so busy. I just couldn't even think about that. So they went to the, the service, did the service, and she realized that they did not give them one single piece of paper, not anything, no follow-up, not anything, then told them 
where they met regularly. And she, I was glad she was able to laugh at herself. And she ended up by saying, you know, if we would have just gone over to the high school, there probably would have been dozens of people wandering around the parking lot asking, what happened to the church? Where did the church go? Now, I realize that that's pretty extreme, but I don't think it's unusual, an unusual story. Though her story is a little more dramatic than most, I almost never see the necessary follow-up communications given out at either holiday celebrations or special events because of that lack of follow-up. Few seasonal celebrations accomplish all that they could for churches, but we need to remember that the purpose of what we're doing isn't just to get people to the event. It's to get people to come back to connect with the church, to connect on an ongoing basis. And often, though, we don't really tell them what that means. And it's totally understandable. The church staff is usually very stressed out, especially for a big event like Easter or Christmas celebration or whatever large event is at your church. You're doing a lot of things to prepare for that event. That's understandable. And chances are you're putting on an absolutely fantastic event. But if you don't tell people this isn't what we normally do, or it may not even be where you normally meet, chances are it's not even at the same time that you usually meet. If you don't give them something that specifically says, this is what we do every Sunday morning, or whenever your church happens to meet, people will not intuitively know. So what I've got for you is I have a number of publications. They're totally free. You can download the templates. I'll have the links at the end of this podcast where you can make up a couple of things that I I did up for you. For one, I did bookmarks. I just did kind of a pretty little Easter bookmark. And then on the back, it has, these are our regular service times. You could also do a bulletin insert Or if you're doing all of your follow-up work digitally, if you're doing it all on social media, all you have to do is take that same idea and just put it into social media form where you might have something that says... You probably realize we don't have a petting zoo and free lattes every Sunday of the year, but we do have some absolutely fantastic things going on, and we'd like to invite you to be part of them. And then just tell them this is where our Sunday service is. We have these things for kids. We have these things for teenagers. We have these things for seniors, single adults. Whatever special ministries you have in your church, tell people about them and invite them to come back. One more practical tip that's important, and that is go to these communications right now, right after you finish this podcast, and put them together before you finalize all the materials for your Easter service. I'm saying this for a very practical reason, and that is if you wait until you've got everything done for the service, chances are you won't have time to do these. So if you don't already have something like this in place, stop right now, do them. I've got the templates for you. You can just fill in your own information. It won't take you long, won't take you much time to run them off, but do that, and then you'll have something that will greatly increase the chances of people coming back to your church 
following Easter Sunday or any other holiday or special event that you put on. That's all for today. I wanted to do just a quick short thing because I know you're really busy getting ready for Easter, but please do go to the www.effectivechurchcom.com site if you're listening to this on one of the many sources that we have our podcast, but go there. There are not only free templates for Easter, but for all of the different seasons of the year and for lots of other things in the church. And now I just want to ask the Lord that he encourage you, that you have strength and wisdom and just lots of energy and excitement to get through this wonderful Easter week. And may your communication efforts result not only in a great turnout on Easter Sunday, but a continuing relationship with your church where people can come to know Jesus as Savior. Lord, we ask these things for all of the church communicators in your precious name. Amen.